crop anymore. I'm kicking the adult jams now. See, check it. A show with no boundaries. Rumblings of an idiot. Why you're listening to this, even he doesn't know. And when you need something, that's a responsibility. They're only an adult. But my maturity matters. The mind of Moron Deer. Welcome to another episode of Mind Born Deer. Today is 3-14-2017. I actually have a chance to record because it's a very rare thing in this house. My wife is home and she's got the kid. They're both downstairs napping. Uh, they call it a snow day, but it's not a snow day. It's the ice day. Everything's covered in it. I wait until they at least plow or put down some salt, something before I even attempt to get out of here. But we didn't lose power, which is good. We, we're still up and functioning, but everyone's got a nice little layer of ice all over top of it. I kept telling them we we're going to pay for it. We, we had spring-like, if not summer-like temperatures early on in February and mid-February. And, oh, this is the first of many. I got a feeling we're going to get one more big snowstorm or ice storm before April ends. And it happens. It happened back in 93. Uh, I, a lot of people... I look out there and I go, I wish it was snow and not ice because most people do not know how to drive on that in this area whatsoever. And I'm not going to say I'm great at it, but I'm better than most. And it's still not fun. God, is it not fun? You have to go extra slow. You guess even with any like brake stop a lot earlier. It's just all sorts of shit you got to work out with. See, past couple weeks I've been sitting down reflecting. For those who did not listen to the last episode of Vapor Reporter, and a lot of people didn't because they saw... The name of it, and we're like, I, I can't bring myself yet. It's a lot of correspondence, and they all saw what was going on on Facebook, and it's like they, they weren't ready for it. Rocco passed on. It's been really rough, and it's got me thinking on a lot of different topics, but today, so I like going into spirituality and beliefs and all that, focusing mainly on afterlife. Is there something else out there after this world ends? Now... I know a lot of people find comfort and we turn off and that's it, but it doesn't make much sense because <laughs> law of relativity, matter is never destroyed, energy is never destroyed, it just transcends. And the fact that, yes, I believe in quantum physics and theory, you look at it, the only reason that we can interact with all the solid mass here, matter is running at a certain frequency and we're at that frequency so we can see it, we're tuned in. And just like with, radio stations or even your tv and with cable if you're not turned into that channel you're not seeing what's going on you're not hearing it same type of deal there's plenty of parallel universes around us and i think it's more of when you leave out once you've done what you're supposed to do in that universe you go on to the next i don't view it as this true heaven hell afterlife because i have a big problem with that always have had a big problem with that there's any universe that's description of hell this is it everything you do has an equal opposite reaction everything you don't do has an equal opposite reaction it affects something no matter what you attempt or do not attempt you not crossing the street today could have cause a 12 car pile up further down the road because the guy who would have stopped to let you over now never took that moment to pause and d- doesn't see the red light coming and bam smashes everything bunch of people dead on the same note 
you not crossing the street could end up with a child born who, no, they're able to get this ambulance down the street in time, a child's born who figures out the cure for cancer. You're guilty of all the good you've done. You're innocent of all the evil because they all fall back and forth of each other. Inaction and action all equal equate, equate to the same thing. Shit's going to happen no matter what you try to do. It's why my view of the afterlife is kind of coincides with that. It's not so much the pay for what you did in this life. You're not going to some place of pearly gates and pure forgiveness or a place of pure torment and being told you're worthless because you didn't follow God's will. It's more of what a review session, if there's any type of pause, with yourself going, what did I learn on this trip? And if I didn't learn it, I had to go back and try to learn it again. It just, it makes way more sense. There's not, I get it that we still don't know how big the universe is, but why do we have life that just ends and doesn't go anywhere else? It just doesn't make any sense. Why do we have the feelings that we do? And I get it. You can break it down to chemistry and all that. I get the scientific explanation, but I was also told people I've never met a true atheist because even atheist believes in something. Believing that you just turn off at the end is still belief. There are no atheists in this world, just like there's no perfection, because perfection is in the eye of the beholder, which means there's nothing actually perfect. What I find perfect, you won't, vice versa. To me, a perfect film has comedy, violence, intelligence. It, it plays on every part of you. To other people, a perfect film is a rom-com with hack humor. Does that make their opinion any less than mine? No. You know, it might sound like it from my voice right then, but it's not something I enjoy. But I'm not going to tear you apart for it. I'm just not going to watch it with you. And it's kind of the way I view the afterlife again. Is that it's not this place where we all get to sit around and play harps and sit on fucking clouds and praise God 24-7. Or we get tortured endlessly. Because you know what the funny part about endless torture is? Stops being torture after a while. It just does. Everything grows mundane. You need something different. Otherwise, you just get trapped in the same cycle, and it's pointless. Why keep going down that road? Now, do I view that there are still residuals? Yes. Well, I've lived in a... Because I haven't have an explanation for ghosts, and that's what I mean by residuals. I live in a house growing up that was exceptionally haunted. I knew my grandmother very well, even though she died when I was two. We had a black cat that would come into my my room, white splotch on its chest. And mind you, my mom was deathly allergic. There was no reason why there should ever be a cat in the house. If it was, it would kill her. Yet here it was in my room all the time. And being a little five-year-old PJ, I'm sitting there pointing out and going, look, it's... Dad, there's a black cat coming. You're, you're seeing things. I don't know what you're doing. It wasn't until we're going, th rifling through a, phone, a photo album, and I'm able to point out this cat with a white splotch on its chest, and I go, that's the one. My dad just says, Baba. Well, that was my dad's childhood home. So he inherited it from his mom when she passed away, and living there, I got my dad's old room, and that was where Baba would hang out, and that's where he was. Never fully left out. And there are people who never fully go. They have something left to do. 
I can't explain why. Hell, and sometimes it isn't somewhere else. Maybe some of these aberrations, these spirits that we see, are where you've got something that runs at a different frequency than its own universe and somehow bleeds into ours. Hell, we still can't even explain what a black hole is properly. It's a flaw in our scientific theory. It's why quantum theory exists. And who knows what's on the other side of the black hole. We can never prove it. They say it's absolute destruction after the event horizon, but what if it's just a gateway to another dimension? I mean, again, what if it's the ultimate way to travel? You're making a hole in space. It's a wormhole. It's not even what we've determined that it was, a black hole. We have no idea. Until we get right up there on one, we won't know. And the closest one is light years away. So it's not like we can just go down the street and say, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's the same issue I have. People think we're the only being in this entire universe. We, we realize it's still expanding. It's getting bigger and bigger. We found, oh, we found a sun that has like seven or eight planets that are much like Earth around it. And the joke was Trump gets in office and NASA's like, all right, hold this shit. We got to find somewhere else. That's funny and all. I get it. But we've been looking because we kind of know we fucked this one up big time. It's my fear. We go elsewhere. We'll fuck it up. Netflix is actually doing a show soon. And it's about scientists discovering that there is an afterlife. And a bunch of people are committing suicide to get there because it's such a better place than what we have here. And I could see us doing that, but on the same note, I could see us fucking that up as well. Is the reason why this world, a big reason why this world is so shitty. It's not just the chaos factor. So you have people who put greed and their personal bullshit over the rest of society. They'd be very happy if everyone else was dead and they were the only one with all the cash and be able to do whatever the fuck they wanted. We're very greedy, egotistical, and shitty beings when you think about it. We just are. Humanity, it's why I got in a discussion at work the other day. If we are the only life in this entire universe, that's such a sad, sad thing. I really hope we aren't. Because for every good person out there, and I get it, we have a lot of good individuals. As a group, we are some shitty-ass creatures. Think about all we've done. We use up every resource here. We will have people suffering from obesity in one half of the world and the other half who can't eat. They're they're starving. They're dying of hunger. We have more food than we know what the fuck to do with in one place. In other place, they're eating garbage just to try to survive. They're eating rocks because that's the only thing that's there. Hey, that's a little hyperbole. I don't know. The point is we do have starvation on one half and obesity on the other. We have those with so much money, they don't even know what to do with. They can have 12, 13 houses, fly wherever they want to, do all that. Another guy who has a cardboard box to his name and he lives under an, un an overpass. Just think about that. How little, as a society, we actually give a shit about each other. We're just very much a selfish beast. We really are, and there's no reason for it. We've gotten so far away from what our ancestors were, from the animals we originally were descended from for, and the animals that helped us through life, because I still stand by it. The dog pack, the great wolf. There's a reason why the wolf should be the most heralded animal of them all, 
and why we should treat our dogs with the ultimate respect that we do. We've had a long symbiotic relationship. Who started it, no one will know. There was a time, especially Native Americans, with the Norse, the original Norsemen, before the invention of all the religions, where the leaders actually led. Not ruled over, not bossed. They led. They would make sure, because you ever look at a wolf pack, the seniors are up front. The, the alpha dog rides all the way in the back. And the reason for that is let the seniors set the pace. We don't want to leave them behind. We're not trying to have them die. Wisdom should go before anything else, before strength. Let's have those who have survived long enough and seen it all. That's All you got to do is look at Native American tribe. The wise man and the wise woman were considered so great, and they were always old. The eldest of the entire group. And they were held with so much compassion and love because of that wisdom that they had from surviving so many winters and springs and summers and falls. But no, now, oh, you're old. Get the fuck out of the way. I'd rather have youth on my side and beauty. We, we, ugh. Leave them behind. It's about me. No. We end up a world which is just about you and you're alone and you wonder why you're alone. There's your answer pretty fucking retarded if you can't look beyond that to see why you're sitting there with nobody around you and no one cares it's not about wealth that's how i view when you get past this life and you get to the set afterlife and you're reviewing everything those who sat there and the only thing they've been able to accomplish was i had a shit ton of money or i fucked a shit ton of people or i did this other who gives a fuck thing they didn't actually touch anyone's life they're the ones that have to repeat this shit that's why this place keeps getting worse because some of them are real stubborn they don't want to learn the lesson don't want to move on from their pettiness and they're stuck here to keep redoing it and redoing it and redoing it do i have no hope for humanity no i don't even take that either i still have some Hell, I brought a kid in this world. Help bring a kid in this world, as my wife will tell you, because she was the one who actually gave birth. Men can't as of yet. I look at her and I see somebody who already gets it. She's nine months old. I'm not saying this because she's my daughter. She doesn't look at people for what race or money, religion, you name it, they have. She gets along. She, she wants to interact and talk with people. And if she sees someone's hurting, she's there. At Rocco's funeral, we weren't real sure at first we should bring Melissa or not. It was something we debated off and on for pretty much the entire week as we were getting everything planned. In the end, we decided, no, we're taking her. And it was the best thing that we could have done because here it was. She was so full of life. And anybody who was really upset and crying, she wanted to go straight to and give a hug. And she, I'm sure while Rocco was in his space in between where he started his new journey of whatever sort it was going to be because you could tell he was there rocket was definitely there at the viewing at the funeral services i'm sure his ass was laughing when melissa during the the very start of the services of the memorial she's sitting there making all sorts of noises interrupting just as she did every time we'd sit down and record. That's why we haven't been recording podcasts as much as we want. It isn't that we, we had any like weird falling out. Some people were wondering, why haven't you recorded in a while? It had nothing to do with that. 
it had to do with the fact that anytime we sat down here to record, my kid would interrupt. And I can't find a way to get her not to. As you can see, the only way to do it is have somebody come over and have her hang out with them. Because otherwise, it ain't going to happen. Even when she's napping. If she hears me talk too loud, of course, her room's right next to mine. She gets up. And she wants to hang out and play. Life goes on. Who's say who Melissa was before this? I, I just have a very hard time viewing that life is one t- shot. You're done. You're judged. You go to heaven or you go to hell. That's the most wasteful and stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can easily tell somebody's trying to control someone with that type of mentality. Because let's face it. If your morality is based upon your punishments or reward when you die, is it really your own morality? Are you just following because you're worried I'm going to end up being tormented or Man, that sounds pretty good. I don't have to ever worry about a thing. I'm in pure bliss, which to me sounds more torturous than anything else. You're in a place where there's no struggle. There's no conflict. There's no anything. You're just there. You're functioning. Everything is provided. Ugh, that's stagnation in itself, which is part of the reason why we have so much chaos here. We're not designed to be stagnant. Stagnant water does breed mosquitoes, people. Remember that. That's how things die. When you stop evolving, you stop moving, stop progressing in some sort of way. It's part of the problem that humanity has. It's why we're on a one-way ticket to destroying ourselves. And don't think that the world will not go on without us. It's why I get so mad when they go, it's the end of the world. No, it's the end of humanity. Let's get it right. Is this planet will continue on until our sun decides to finally turn into a red giant billion years from now and wipe it out and then goes back to a white dwarf and then all of us living there right now won't even be remembered we will be ourselves oil dust diamonds and whatever we break down into at some point if all the preservatives we put in your bodies will be real interesting to see what our generation once they have fully decomposed comes up with i mean Maybe there's some super oil that comes out of our bodies when they finally decay out. That's an interesting thought to have. Still on that for a moment. Well, the point is, the world will continue on. Always has. Whether it's an ice age, meteor hitting it, whatever takes place, massive volcanoes, it continues. Life does find a way to quote a certain movie. Jurassic Park for those who have not watched it. I don't know where you've been. It just does, though. It's why I have such an easy time believing that there are plenty of other life forms out there in this universe. Plenty of other planets that are fully populated. And also, I'm able to believe that when you die, it's not the end. It's just the beginning of something else. You move on elsewhere. Is there an ultimate goal? I wish I could tell you. We, I have no view of what the ultimate goal is as well i have no view of what god actually is do i view that there is something out there more powerful than us yes is there something out there more powerful than it probably well we can't tell what the largest thing in the universe is can't tell how big the universe is how can we judge what the ultimate life form out there is only thing i know it's not what christianity has painted because that doesn't make any sense nor a lot of religions have painted I don't think it's some spoiled child who's 
if you don't follow me, I'm going to wipe you out. I will have an easier time believing it's multiple beings out there because you need each facet, but they all work as one. And if it is one being, it is the most multiple personality, bipolar, just whatever being that's ever been. It has every mental illness and none. It is the absolute definition of equal opposites. And it's completely extreme on both ends. It cares about everyone and everything at the same time doesn't give a fuck. You can't tell me we have this loving God out there who truly cherishes and cares about everyone when we have so much rape, destruction, war, and just bullfuckery going on every day. That's not a recipe of a God who truly gives a fuck, who truly cares about everything. That's the recipe of some being out there goes, no, everything has a place. And if a being has the ability to look at it and say everything has a place, I don't see them creating a scapegoat and saying, well, this is why all the bad things happen, even though they created that same scapegoat. But the discussion of God and Satan is for a totally different podcast. Now, I think I've rambled on enough. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been real patient with me and stayed listening. And I still enjoy doing this. I really do. I just have to get back to getting into a regular routine of some sort. And maybe I need to just grab the stuff and grab a small laptop and record it there at work, you know, late at night and do it that way before I go home because that might be the only free time I ever have to record. And hell, got interesting people I can sit down and talk with as well. I'll talk to Peter about that. It's a good idea. Until then, though, you all have a good night. Thank you again for listening.